Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, December 21st. Yeah, the guys know. I mean, they, they've been through this, and so uh, they understand it. And, um, uh, you know, the only thing I have to say is just what I told you guys, and I, it wasn't any different than I told the players, is that uh, we have a quarter of the season left in very important games. So we've got to take care of our, our business, and, and that's where our focus has got to be. The Chiefs return home after a three-game road trip to take on the Seattle Seahawks this Saturday, Christmas Eve. Things are a little backward this week in the NFL with Saturday being the heavy slate day and Sunday being more of a traditional holiday NFL lineup. Weather conditions are also going to be rough across the league this weekend, and that includes the weather right here in Kansas City. There is a chance of blizzard-like conditions beginning on Thursday with a dramatic drop in temperature carrying over Friday and Saturday. While it may not be snowing on Saturday for this matchup against the Seahawks, it's going to be extremely cold at Arrowhead Stadium. The projected high right now for Saturday's game is just 9 degrees with a possible wind chill anywhere from 15 to 30 degrees below zero. December football in Kansas City. The Chiefs are still vying for the AFC's top overall seed against the Seahawks team that's trying to keep its playoff chances alive. Several Chiefs were out sick on Tuesday, including Mike Dana, Chris Jones, and Colin Saunders. Jones dealt with a sick designation last week as well. Jody Fortson is dealing with an elbow issue that Andy Reid said will likely keep him out this week and maybe for a while. They are hopeful McCole Hardman will make his return to the lineup for the first time since Week 9 against the Tennessee Titans. Claudette Rosilaire is improving, but not quite ready to return from injured reserve. We'll have more updates for you later today at ArrowheadPride.com. Yeah, I mean, he, he get, first off, I mean, every throw he throws is like a perfect spiral. And, I mean, I know that that gets taken for granted in this league, but, I mean, he throws a perfect spiral on every throw. Um, he's getting those receivers going. They have two great receivers um, with, with a lot of other guys, too, that have a lot of speed. Um, and so he's able to get those receivers going and move – and take the shots from there, but take underneath. Um, and they, they've had a lot of young guys step up. And so uh, Gino's uh, done a great job of taking advantage of what's there. Um, and that's why he's had such a great season. The Seattle Seahawks sit at an even 7-7 seven and seven on the year and currently just outside of the NFC playoff picture. The Seattle team was expected to be in a total rebuild this year after shipping Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Thank you, Seattle. But veteran quarterback Geno Smith has been one of the best surprises of the NFL season. This season, Geno has set career highs in completion percentage, passer rating, passing yards, and passing touchdowns at 32 years old. They wrote him off, but he didn't write back. He's been impressive this year, and with the Seahawks season right now on the decline, they really need this win at Arrowhead Stadium. Mahomes was overcomplimentary of Geno, and this Seahawks offense does have some weapons who can give the Chiefs problems, but it is worth mentioning. Former Kansas State star Tyler Lockett is likely out this week after having surgery on an injured finger after Seattle's Week 15 loss to the 49ers. Still, this is a frisky Seahawks team not to be taken lightly. Yeah, we need to take care of that. Yeah, we need to take care of that for sure. Uh, 
uh, that and the penalties we gotta gotta clean up, and um, the guys are aware of that. You know, we just gotta we gotta we gotta do it, and um, you work your fundamentals, your techniques, you practice those, uh, um, take care of the penalty part of it, and then you go in and trust them in a game, and and then you uh, keep that ball high and tight um, when you're carrying it, if that's a problem, and then. Uh, you know, Pat, we talked about the interception part, he, he worked hard on that last week, making sure you know, his eyes were right and so on, and did a great job with that. So, uh, and that's where I say he was a great example for our team um, in both areas, the penalties and the, uh, just to, of how you take care of business. Uh, that becomes very important. Since the Chiefs' bye week, they've had a serious problem turning over the football offensively and a serious problem with the defense not creating turnovers. In the seven games since their week eight bye, this offense has 13 total turnovers, adding two more to the total last week against the Texans. The defense has forced seven turnovers in that span, which doesn't seem terrible, but really it's not enough considering the expectations we all had for this group coming into the season. All of this has contributed to the Chiefs' putrid turnover differential, which has really become one of the biggest issues facing this 11-3 and football team. As Andy Reid said, they have to get it figured out, and while the answers may be harder to find on the defensive side of the ball, the offense simply has to stop shooting itself in the foot on a weekly basis. Um, I, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is they have a lot of talented young players. I mean, first of all, they have the, the linebacker, 56, from Texas Tech. I'm just saying. Uh, he, he's a he's like leading the, the league in tackles. Um, so he's, he's a great player to have in the middle there. And then they have the uh, young corner, also from Texas, uh, that uh, is leading the league in interceptions. So uh, they got a lot of young Talented players that play very hard. I mean, Coach Carroll, every one of his teams is going to play extremely hard, and uh, they're fighting for a playoff spot, so they're going to be a great challenge for us to go out there and try to, to find a way to, to get a win. Much like the Seahawks offense, this defense was supposed to be going through an overhaul this season after parting ways with longtime premier player Bobby Wagner this offseason. Seattle's young core, similar to Geno Smith on the offensive side, has other ideas with players like fifth-round cornerback Tariq Woolen looking like a lockdown corner woolen is tied for the nfl lead with six interceptions and has been incredibly impressive for a rookie he's right in the conversation for defensive rookie of the year along with jets potential superstar cornerback sauce gardner as you heard from Mahomes, former texas tech linebacker jordan brooks he's also a playmaker for this defense in the middle of the field seahawks defense isn't flawless but they are young they're athletic and they're a playmaking group that can give you some problems if you sleep on them yeah, he's just a true professional. Um, he does everything the right way when he's in the building. Um, he's taking care of his body every single day. Um, and he does everything, like I said, he does everything the right way. So he protects well, he runs routes well, he runs the ball well. Um, and so we can have him in there and, and trust that he's going to know exactly the, the protection assignment, where to be at on time. Um, and whenever we give him the runs, he's going to make plays happen. And so uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great player, uh, but even a, great, a better dude. And I think that's why everybody uh, loves having him on the team. Yeah, it's a jet. Jarek McKinnon followed up his massive performance against the Denver Broncos with another extremely impressive showing against the Houston Texans. Jet found the end zone twice, more on Sunday, adding another game to his resume with dynamic rushes and receptions. We saw the impact McKinnon has for this offense in the postseason last year. and appears the Chiefs' early season management with the veteran running back was to try and set up a similar run this year. 
Chiefs offense has sorely missed the kind of dynamic pass catcher in the backfield over the last several years, and McKinnon looks to go on another playoff run, and the Chiefs can keep their historically efficient offensive season moving. By the way, Patrick Mahomes set the Chiefs' single-game record for the highest completion percentage against the Texans with his 36-for-41 performance. He completed 20 straight passes and can keep that streak alive this week. If he completes his first five passes against the Seahawks, he'll tie the NFL record for most consecutive completions ever. Yeah, I feel like in those sudden change situations, uh, we just got to find a way to get out the field, or whether it be better tackling. Uh, I feel like a couple, a couple teams uh, down the stretch in the coverage uh, could have been a little bit better. Uh, we had a couple times we could have kept the quarterback inside the pocket uh, this past week. And um, those small, just small things and details got to clean up uh, as we keep going forward. Um, I feel like we had a good uh, first, second down, and then we have like either bad third down or just like a second down. Led to a long run, um, kind of went on the sideline on us. So it's execution. I just got to be a little better in the game plan, just play a little bit faster, play a little bit better. Other than those deflating turnover numbers the defense has produced this season, the other greatest issues they've faced is keeping teams out of the end zone once they've been in the red area. We've seen a bend but don't break mentality from this group in years past, but this season it's been the opposite. The Chiefs currently sit 31st in the NFL, only ahead of Arizona at allowing opposing offenses to get six once they're inside the 20. It's something that has to improve moving forward, and they'll get a chance this week against the Seattle team that currently is in the bottom 20 of the league in scoring inside the red area. Got to make the kick, you know. Uh, you know, Dustin, he's a big Chiefs fan. He obviously has given a lot to the uh, to the whole community here, and I respect the, the heck out of him. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be the best kicker I possibly can be. All the guys here, James, Tommy, uh, Coach Tobe, Coach Reed, they're all the ones that are, uh, are pushing us to be our best. And then we're, uh, we're listening to, to all those guys and just uh, trying to improve every day. This season has undoubtedly been one to forget for Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker. He suffered an injury back in week one that put the brakes on the season early. It still seems to be impacting him this late in the season. He missed another PAT against the Texans as well as a field goal attempt. He's now just 16 of 21 on the year, the lowest percentage of made field goals in his NFL career. This week, former Chiefs punter and holder Dustin Colquitt had some criticism for current Chiefs punter and holder Tommy Townsend. I don't know, though, if the holes were what has been the problem, wouldn't we be blaming Dave Tobe for continuing to put him out there, considering Butker's been missing on a weekly basis? That's just our thoughts at AP, and we think Butker can still turn things around, and I don't know. It, I feel like if he doesn't, Chiefs might be looking for a new kicker in 2023. Time will tell if he can right the ship on Saturday, Christmas Eve. As for us, that's it for the Arrowhead Drive. For Wednesday, December 21st, if you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's the Great British Chiefs Show with a first full preview of those Seattle Seahawks. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Red Friday, the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.